0: Hi, this is Robert Glassy.
1: You're listening to TV Confidential. Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are with us as they bring us This weekend in TV History. And Tony as always, is brought to us by our friends at Story Salon, Southern California's longest-running, regularly-performing live storytelling ensemble. For more information, go to StorySalon.com. Dot com. What do you have for first Since
2: we are bringing up controversial media figures and
1: people who back up their opinions yes. and live by the courage of their convictions, Divictions.
2: November fifteenth, nineteen twenty-nine, Ed Asner was born. I hate spunk. spunk. Yeah, and uh, you know, you talk. You know, we've talked about those actors that are known for one thing. Uh, you know, he he did that one character on two different shows. And had a, a so, two successfully,
1: successfully two completely incarnations. And the the i we talked about this last year with Jennifer Armstrong. He had to tone down the I hate spunk because he was a dramatic actor. Yeah, and so it was a little more. It was he he had he had never played comedy before if I remember correctly. And so um, he had to tone it down so that it would be funny because it, it, his initial interpretation was almost scary.
2: Yeah, I could, I could, I could totally see that. Yeah. And I'm trying to think, I, I imagine he must have done some sitcom... Prior well, to sure, comedy, somewhere. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure he's done comedy on stage, comedy on stage comedy, but had, and he, he, he was, I, you know, it just it, it's but it's no, not this is a man
1: who was mostly known for doing QM shows, mm-hmm. for yeah, doing yes. you know, uh, uh for and, doing and, and doing that shows with
2: a live audience is yeah. also a little different. So, I'm thinking he may have played comedy on film but not with a live audience, audience right, there. Which
1: is completely different. Yeah,
2: and so a very and that different... Was,
1: and that was, the, that was the basis for why they had to reshoot that and have him tone it down. Yeah,
2: it's, you know, but it's like...
1: It did not test well. It did not movie. test
2: well, <laughs> but, I mean, it is really his most memorable line. Yeah. Uh, just, and it, you know, you, you sometimes are introduced to characters and you have to see these characters develop and uh, you know, eventually they get that catchphrase or you you kind of figure out maybe mid season one or start of season two, they're really taking off. Uh, No, this here's a character that you know, who he is, you you read so much in that one line. Yeah. yeah, And there's very few characters like that. Edge calling you right now. Yeah, (laughs) it's calling me right now. My, my, my new phone is like, Dancing on the table. Um, <laughs> no, but I think, you know, you take somebody like him or like a Judd Hirsch when he introduced himself to Elaine in the pilot episode of Taxi. You know pretty much everything you needed to know yeah. about that guy from his, Yeah, me. I'm just a cab driver. Yeah, you know, far from. Uh, but anyway, Ed Asner, uh, somebody that uh, has a, a a great deal in, in, in the history of television as uh, president of the Screen Actors Guild. Uh, uh his political activities off camera uh i mean he's uh he's somebody to 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 study you know to talk about you well, know to, I mean, controversial to, people to, to this day to this day mm-hmm. uh you know you look at like you know we were alluding to Rosie O'Donnell and uh and Elizabeth Hasselbeck mm-hmm. and people that would say things and and get reactions uh you know that's like okay if you're a celebrity and you have opinions and you're going to express your opinions Let's study Ed Asner, yeah. uh, good, bad, indifferent, yeah. and look at not only um, how he expresses himself, but uh, consequences to some of his opinions. I mean... Well, uh, he lost
1: his show. He lost <laughs>
2: his show because, uh, yeah, William Paley did not want him on his network anymore after his uh, opinions about uh, our involvement with El Salvador, right? Yeah. And... uh yeah, we remember better how he got uh, fired than actually uh, what he uh, what he said. But uh, yeah, he was he was on the fall schedule, and William Paley said, "Get that show off my le- network." The story is he's looking at a wall with all the shows yeah. stuck on the uh, schedule, and he wanted that gone.
3: Would that happen today, especially if you had a show that was pulling the ratings and the advertising dollars?
2: That's a good question. That's well, a, he would have some place to go
1: he would he would have a lot of places mm-hmm. to go, but i'm not sh- i i just i don't think there are a lot of people like
3: that no in and, and, and you're right about that
1: i don't i just i I just don't think there are a lot of people like that
3: yeah Ed Asner has always been a man who i admire not only as an actor but for his outspokenness yeah. had an opportunity to meet him i was staring at him. And he looked at me and he smiled and you know, I've been caught. And when I said, Mr. Asner, I've always wanted to meet you. And he said, what is your name? And I, <laughs> I was, I said, my name is Don. He said, I'm Ed Asner. And I said, it is a pleasure. And he, he just melted. And I felt like, yeah, for a whole second, I allowed myself to be talking to Mr. Grant yeah. b- before I returned to Ed Asner. And I, I, I've rarely done anything like that in my life, but that was the one time I made sure I did.
2: Yeah, yeah, and you know, before there was a second city in Hollywood, you know, that that group had other incarnations. Um, you know, with Viola Spolin, who you know is credited really with uh, you know creating that that form of uh, acting, you know, mm-hmm. the improvisational uh, uh, style, and uh, you know, it had a, a couple of different incarnations before it was known as. Second City and Ed Asner was part of that so he was okay there. that answers the question yes yeah. comedy background yes, so he does have a, a, a comedy background and you know especially in improv comedy especially uh, when you're doing comedy that is often inspired by current events you know so you had uh, a, a lot of people uh, Valerie Harper was part of that mm-hmm. group uh, and um, uh, Alan Arkin mm-hmm. and uh, so these guys and and there's probably no video but i know there's audio of some of the stuff that they did and uh he was very very funny with that and you know the first time i saw him uh i was working a radio event where he was promoting whatever project he was currently working on and there would just be table after table after table after table of different radio personalities from all over north america and some of them were broadcasting live. Some of them were broadcasting, uh, you know, to tape. You know, they were recording to tape and it would be airing live. So because you're dealing with the different time zones, he might be talking to the morning maniacs, yeah. you know, at one table. And then he might be talking to the drive time people at another table. And to see him with whatever morning maniac team from who knows where in the country And he was so in his element. They could throw stuff, and he would throw it right back. And he looked like he was having so much fun. And he's old enough to be their grandfather and to see whatever, you know, irreverent, you know, nothing would shock him. You know, just they would be throwing all the jokes, the frat party, you know, type stuff. And he was so good good at those interviews you know and i'm sure he was much more comfortable than if he was sitting on the couch talking to um you know yeah, a talk I've, show oh you know, d- a host
1: i've done I've done, a, I've done a few of those satellite type of things where you go from one form to another and it's non i mean you it's it, it, several hours at it it's an art form yes it's an art form i mean you know and, and the way to do it i don't know what i mean at least for me the way to do it is try to get an idea of what demo what, mm-hmm. one type mm-hmm. of sh- so that you can shift gears? Yes, you know, and uh, but uh, but but again, it is it it is it is an art form down here.
3: It's
2: it's like it's also like speed dating yeah. because it's you basically have a stopwatch around your neck. Yeah, and five or it's
1: se- five or seven minutes to get your points in and then move on.
2: Yeah, and then you go to the next table, yeah. and it's and to see he was a master yeah. at that. Uh, I it, it really was amazing. Down
1: um, here in uh the Los Angeles market, he is still heard um on at least on on, on most of the AM stations down here, he's a spokesman for an at, for, uh, for a solar energy company.
2: Yes, which uh Larry Hagman was pitching uh that
1: uh, Larry a, a little, was, little yeah yes, before he died as well. And yeah. uh, the oil man
2: selling solar <laughs> energy. Yeah. <laughs> solar
1: energy, yeah. yeah. Shine baby, shine. Shi- yeah. but uh uh, but it, it, and again, I mean, there were uh, depending on the. Sp- there so, sometimes he just does a straight, you know, sixty-second spot. Sometimes the format would be he Ed uh, in conversation with with the, the local hopes. news yeah. anchor, and they would do it'd be like a thirty-second give and take where he's. He's hitting us talking points but you do it in such a way as if it's he's in conversation which I think it was one uh, of the yeah. most effective yeah, uh, right uh, form.
2: Uh, Stephanie Miller who's syndicated all over yeah. you know when she she did segments here and and she's a comedian mm-hmm. and they did the whole thing like it was shtick. Yeah. You know and uh, you know she obviously had some talking points some questions he answered the questions and but he was still this grumpy old curmudgeon mm-hmm. you know uh and it, it, you know, it's very effective. The 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 ad, you know, played for a long time.
3: Uh, he will always be Lou Grant in not one but two different television series. But my favorite role, second to that, was his role as Santa Claus in yes. Elf. I think that is the best interpretation of Santa Claus on film ever. I'll have to watch Santa that. Claus as a curmudgeon. I'll
1: have to watch that.
3: It is wonderful. He is funny it is honest it's a good performance late
1: in the game i saw up which is which is the voice of ed asner. yes mm-hmm. but it's ed asner action hero <laughs> <laughs> and i'm sure he had a i'm sure he had a great time doing that he is one of those people,
2: and we we would always talk about William Shatner or Adam West who now do parodies on himself. Yeah. He does that very well. For a while, Jay Leno had a segment: "Would this impress Ed <laughs> and Asner?" <laughs> and just have him sitting in a director's chair, tr- and you would have sword swallers or somebody juggling, you know, babies. And, you know, it's and he would be over there, and he would sometimes just not react to. This particular act, and it's happening just a few feet in front of him. And uh, sometimes somebody does something, and he would genuinely be in, you know, and you could generally see when he was really impressed with somebody because it, his disposition would change. And it was very funny just watching him react that way. But Ed Asner, you know, the thing about Lou Grant also, since Ad- Asner's still around, that character is relevant today you could obviously he would be a retired journalist but you could still come up with something where he would you know be trying to get the story but also have the uh the ability to would he
1: be running the newsroom like uh like, like a cable network like on the newsroom or would he be running a website like vice I would think
2: that if Lou Grant was still around, well, first of all, he would have to be retired at, at the age, but he would still not, have to be involved. Yeah. So I would say that he would be either teaching or involved in some sort of newer format because he would not necessarily be on the payroll,
3: and he would be confused by all of the new technology.
2: <laughs> he, would, he would, he would be, hate it. he would be running. a a website or brought in to help somebody run a website and not understand any of it, but... He'd be frustrated
3: and fascinated at the same time.
2: Yeah, he would find, you know, the fact that, you know... You can get video on your phone as a news story, yeah. probably. But I think uh, it would be his normal journalistic instincts and what is real journalism and what is crap. I would say that's pretty so much how So maybe he, he would
1: be more like Mrs. Pinchon. Um, not quite the owner, but not quite the advisory, but sort of the... Consultant. Uh, the consultant.
2: Yeah. It's, or just, this is the story. Yeah. You know, this thing is happening, and he would be the one to tell the yeah. young web reporter that's not the story this is the story this is what's going to work this is journalism what you're doing is crap so yeah he might not ever understand the new technology but i the the lou grant i would have loved to have seen would be like if there was a reunion movie also the closing down of the la trib because i imagine that if the show went on we d- we only have one newspaper in L.A. <laughs> when that show was on, there were a couple of newspapers in L.A. And I think that uh, well, up at at until
1: a couple of weeks ago, we had two again. But then the uh, the Register folded. Yep.
3: Well, there are still still two. Well, there's the Daily
2: News. We got the Daily News, yeah. and uh, that's true. We LA got the L.A. Times. Times. Well, yeah. then
3: three. Three. Yeah. La yeah. Tignon. La
2: Pignon, yeah, true. But I remember like the days of the LA Times and the Herald Examiner. Your your, your, your overall point as well. Yeah, and and you being from Cincinnati, I remember they had two newspapers. Uh, San Francisco, how many? Yeah. At one point we had
1: three.
2: I would think that, I mean, if I was to write a plot off the top of my head, uh, (laughs) Lou Grant comes back to the trib during the publishing of the final uh, paper and they bring him back for a nostalgia piece, and uh, he talks about maybe how he got fired eventually from the Trib, and something hits the fan in the city, and they need his wisdom, his common sense. It's Because everyone's packed up and left, and what's supposed to be a, a nostalgia, sentimental, farewell, swan song, turns out to be, oh, we're gonna do one more big story. And it's like all the, all the old timers are the only ones left in the building. Let's pitch it to Ed. Yeah, because sure. uh, I would I would imagine Lou Grant probably would have gotten fired after the L.A. riots. <laughs> he yeah. would have said the wrong thing, and Mrs. Pinchon would say, "Lou, I love you, but you're gone." He would have said something either between the L.A. riots or the Gulf War. He would have said but something maybe, that would maybe, have gotten but, him but fired. Keep
1: him on the payroll for in a, in a yeah in a capacity in, a consulting in some capacity, yeah, yeah
2: in some consulting capacity. He would have been on uh, because
1: she still she would have fired him, but she's but she would have she she knew he was too much of an asset to completely live. Yeah,
2: him. and he would have done like Life and Times at PBS for a while and yeah. brought him back. Yeah, but I I, I don't think that uh, Lou Grant would have left. Uh, the the L A Tribune by ha- being handed a gold watch by Mrs. Pinchon and and going to uh, find a, a shuffleboard game with his name on it. No, I think he probably would have uh, been told to hit the. Br- he got fired from WGN in, uh, in in Minneapolis, so I would think that well, he. So would did get, everybody else. So <laughs> did everyone else. Which could yeah.
1: Except Ted. Yeah. <laughs> who was who? Ted Knight and Ed Asner were lifelong friends in real life.
2: But they disagreed prior, on a lot of stuff. Prior yeah.
1: to MTM, and mm-hmm. at the very end, yeah, no, was, yeah, uh, they
2: they had some serious disagreements uh, because they had very different world views.
1: Well, I and, and, I, I, and I, I believe mm-hmm. they had they did they did have an unseparable rift because of the El Salvador situation. Yeah, uh, um, uh, which is unfortunate. We can revisit that conversation at an, another time. We are wishing Ed Asner a happy ninetieth birthday as part of this week in tv history we'll take a quick time out and we'll be back with more with tony and donna here on tv confidential ed robertson author friend donna allen figueroa who understand has a new book out
3: yes it's entitled fall again beginnings it's the first part of a four-part contemporary romantic series set against the background of working actors
1: something that you know a little, a thing or two. Well, about. you
3: write what you know, and I have been working in the business for several years. It is not necessarily
1: autobiographical, but it's based on sure many
3: of the experiences that the actors in my book have. Many have happened to me. Many have happened to friends of mine. It's not if you're looking for Valley of the Dolls. It's not. It's grounded in reality.
1: It is grounded in reality, and it's the first in a series. Yes called the Fall Again series. Fall Again, which is available as a paperback as well as an ebook and in Kindle. At FallAgainSeries.com
0: Attention sports fans, now you can watch every football game you want all season long without leaving your home with DISH for about 50 bucks a month. Compared to your cable bill, you can save almost $600 a year. Call right now and sign up for DISH and watch every football game you want. With DISH, there are no boxes to pay, plus get free installation as soon as tomorrow if you call now. And with DISH Anywhere, you can watch your favorite sports and channels on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Be one of the first. 100 orders right now and get a free voice remote Don't miss a single football game all year long and save a ton of money Get a free voice remote and free installation as soon as tomorrow But you gotta call All American Dish right now 800-296-1251 800-296-1251 800-296-1251 That's 800-296-1251 Hi, this is Titus Welliver. You're listening to TV Confidential. Attention sports fans. Now you can watch every football game you want all season long without leaving your home. With Dish for about 50 bucks a month Free installation as soon as tomorrow. But you gotta call All American Dish right now. 800 296 1251. 800 296 1251. 800 296 1251. That's 800 296 1251.
1: Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear,